Coming to you from Wiley, live from the Powerline Lounge here, Labor Day edition of the Wiley Mac Show. I'm excited. You're excited. Hey, anytime you get a day off work, it's all good, man. You know? Labor Day, Labor Day, Memorial Day weekend, my definitely by far two favorite weekends of the year. Yeah, I mean, we didn't really do anything this weekend, me and my family, but just not having to go to work school too. Absolutely, know, so. we uh, we always have a large family gathering for Labor Day weekend. We play golf. How a lot was, of great food. Uh, how was the golf? Golf was fun. We did a little uh, 12-man, three-team scramble. Did you win? I did win. Really? I didn't have a whole lot to do with that. But nonetheless, the win's a win. That's why it's a team sport. Did Scramble's you, a team sport. Did you get money for this win? I did. I believe we went $5 a man, came out of there with 15 large. Woohoo, buddy. So that's, I mean, that's really good. Um yeah, we, we, mean, ate, we ate a lot of good food. Went up, my family—it was fun. My family and I. Um, my mother has a an Eagles concert. She recorded DVR. At the end of the night, we we played that, and it was every everyone from my eighty eight year old grandma to you know my eight year old cousins. Everybody was singing, having a good time. So yeah, it's it's definitely definitely a great time for my family. Cool, man. Well, here we sit on Monday, Labor Day, twenty nineteen. Uh, man, I am getting. Super excited because you know what this week is, don't you? Opening week. Opening week of the NFL. I mean, we've had the first official weekend of college football. Granted, we opened up last week with Miami, Florida, but this was the first weekend where everybody was playing. And I got to do something pretty cool Saturday. Uh, I got to go to the Indiana football game uh, with, uh, oh, nice. with our friend Gary, and we got Absolutely. the players' tickets. Because his son is a preferred walk-on, uh, and we got there when the doors opened up, and they must do first come first serve because we had, I mean, great seats, fourth row, uh, lower level. Wow, Lucas Oil, That's Lucas Oil nice. State. Yes, they yeah. did play at Lucas Oil Stadium. They played Ball State. Uh, the weird part was it was technically a home game for Ball State. So there's a lot of Ball State promo stuff going on the big screen and everything it just was odd. But uh, and the Hoosiers won. I can't say they won convincingly i mean they won you know double digits but uh i can't say that i feel great after that first game i feel the defense was not good the defense the tackling was not that good which reminds me that you know when tom allen who's our head coach was a defensive coordinator uh that was probably the best defense we've played in a while he was uh kevin wilson's defensive coordinator um but the uh the uh you know the tackling wasn't that great. The surprising part was the receivers. All those guys are back from last year. A I lot mean, of guys, experience. Guys, if you're an Indiana football fan that you know, and they had so many drops. Um, I got to sit behind Michael Penix's, uh, Penix with an X, uh, the starting quarterback uh, of our team. I got to sit behind his family, got to high-five his grandmothers, and they were cool. And, and So how was that? Lovely people. And Did you have to uh, be reminding yourself to watch what you say and – no, because I, really, I thought he played pretty well. It, it was a lot of drops from the receivers, and I, I hope none of their family was sitting around me because I did kind of forget that from time to time because there was at least three touchdowns that were dropped uh, and some other plays that were dropped. I thought he played pretty well, and his numbers could have been a lot better if not for some of those drops. Now, on the bright side, if your son's a preferred walk-on freshman receiver and these receivers keep dropping passes, who knows? You might get you a shot one of these days. I thought that right away when I saw on Twitter that we were having a little bit of problems with the dropsies. But but that was cool to go to Lucas Oil and, and watch that game. Um, really neat. Um, and then, of course, you know, there's been games going on all weekend. Most of the games have not been great because there were only two games going into the weekend with, with ranked teams that had single-digit spreads. Yes. Most of those games were, you know, Alabama against Duke and three and four touchdown spreads and things like that. Um, last night's game, 
Oklahoma and Houston, uh, you know, Oklahoma's 23 and a half point favorites. Uh, they won by 18. I bet on Houston, so it covered. Nice. Now, unfortunately, I also bet the under uh, 79 and a half, and the jerks scored the 80th point right at the end of the game with the backups in, so. That's called a bad beat, my man. It's a bad beat. It happens, and it seems to – for whatever reason, if I bet the spread and the over-under, I'm I'm losing one of those, uh, you know. I've but, always heard it's hard or harder than a lot of people think to hit both of those. Oh, it is hard. And I, like an idiot, I parlay them a lot of times, too, but just on the off chance that I can hit them. Love but, the uh, action, man. Love the action. Love that action. And uh, that honestly, that's kind of what makes a lot of these blowout games exciting. I mean, because even though Houston lost by 18 – uh, they were down double digits the whole game. That game would have not been interesting at all with no money on it. Yeah, uh, and you're still paying attention right now. You're the last still play. paying attention, yeah. you know, uh, hoping that those uh, backups don't score, and they did. You know, you you mentioned something very interesting about week one when there weren't a lot of highly ranked matchups with single digit point spreads. That's why, I, to me, I always get more excited about NFL week one. College week one is always just so big, so many games. It's almost hard to keep track of all of the work. NFL, you know, you got 16 games. You can really get dialed in there. A lot, you know, a lot of fantasy teams being drafted as we speak. Oh, we are going to get to that, my friend, because our fantasy uh, draft is tonight. We're one of those that wait to the last second in case something crazy happens. You know, guy gets traded. That's guy, tonight. That is tonight. A guy Yelp. gets guy gets traded. A guy freezes his feet. Uh, a guy is still holding out. Uh, Which running back's going to skip the season this mm-hmm, year? Mm-hmm. Who's going to put their Le'Veon Bell hat on and just decide not to play? My guess is it's Melvin Gordon. Looks like it's Melvin. Um, now, Zeke could, too, because they did say that they, they scrapped talks last night. But Gordon, I saw that come across the ticker. They scrapped talks altogether. They, Chargers said, we're, I not, believe we're, not, they, we're done talking. Their comment was, we will pick this back up at the end of the season. Which pretty much tells me that they're 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 playing chicken and they're not giving in so yeah, they've moved on for this year it's going to be up to melvin gordon to go all right all right all right i'll play but i i don't know if he will i think it'll be another Le'Veon bell situation i am hearing zeke and the cowboys are nearing a deal i've heard speak. that and i hope that that's true because i mean that guy's a top three fantasy running back and i don't want to see him sitting out gordon's more of a late first round early second yeah. round guy you know so uh, but but Zeke, I mean, tonight, if there's no deal, I'm not taking him with a top five pick. I don't have a top five pick. If he falls to me at nine, then maybe I'll take him. I don't know. We'll see. Still intriguing. A- anywhere in the first round. A lot That's of upside. your first pick. Well, think about and this. If he does play, you'd be happy as hell to get yeah, Zeke. You got him at nine or ten, but then even at, at 12, if he doesn't play, I mean, wasted your first pick. Well, yeah, and that's why Melvin Gordon, maybe if he's still around like the fourth or fifth round, I might take him, but I'm definitely not wasting a top three pick on him. Uh, But before we get away from college, though, one thing I wanted to point out, a couple things, really, that Oklahoma game. So I was very impressed watching Jalen Hurts, who transferred from Alabama. You know, Tua basically took a spot, but the kid won a national championship at Alabama. At Alabama, it always just seemed like he was more of a runner and threw those short routes yeah uh, a pretty lot accurate of short thrower routes. didn't throw a lot of last night he had a combined 500 total yards wow can you say i'm in the heisman race because he is i'll be honest i did not see this coming um new team new system but wow kid obviously showed he's got game. six tds i mean he went for like 330 in the air 170 on the ground um don't it, you think which here's where i'm at with two or hurts um, wasn't transfer the only thing he could do there? Well, he pretty much had to. I mean, I now, mean granted, he graduated, so he didn't have to sit out right. a year. Um, but a kid that good. Nobody, listen, know, I mean, nobody, if you have the ego and the mindset to play quarterback at that level, then you definitely want to play. And the one thing about quarterback is you really don't rotate. One guy's playing. That's it. Defensive linemen, receivers, linebackers, like those guys can get rotated. So even if right. you're a number two, you can still get some playing time, but if you're the back, reps, yeah. if you're the backup quarterback, you're basically just, you know, I don't want to say hoping a guy gets hurt, but that's kind of the only way you're getting in the game, unless he stinks or gets hurt. Hope for know? a couple blowouts. But you know, Hertz gave all he had to Alabama. You got to have a lot of respect for he that. Definitely did. Definitely Goes did. to Lincoln Riley's system, and you know, Lincoln Riley's had the last two 
Heisman Trophy winners and Baker and, and Kyler Murray. And Hurt looks better than he ever did at Alabama. Hurt looks better than he wow. ever did at Alabama, just handing off to those big running backs. I mean, he was he was all over the place. So that tells there. me that he he definitely must have showed up early at Alabama or at Oklahoma, I beg your pardon, and really put the work in. He even he? shaved his dreads off. He looked like a oh, new man. Oh, yeah. my. But, yeah, so he's definitely in that Heisman race with uh, Trevor Lawrence. Uh, you know, two is, I'm sure, Right up there, uh, Jake Fromm from Georgia. Maybe that Taylor kid, the running back from Wisconsin. My next um, question was going to be, can we get a running back to get invited? May, get invited, yes. Win it, I don't know. It's it's a quarterback league, you know, just like the NFL is now for MVP. But um, So that was interesting to see that, and it's good for that kid. And I, I wish him a lot of success this year, and, and I think he'll, he'll probably keep it up, especially against Big 12 defenses. I do as well. Got, got to root for that kid. So and they they looked like a true playoff contender. Um, so now they got a new defense coordinator. Eh, didn't really show last night, but we'll see. Uh, also, before we get off college, you know, I don't know if you can see the hat I'm wearing right now. There's one game on tonight. Okay. And, oh, there and they, is. And they're, there? and they're just down the road, about an hour and 15, 20 minutes in Louisville. Thought about going. Kind of surprised you're not there. I'll be honest. It's you know, the older I get, the less I like crowds. Number one. And number two, the spread's 18, so it's not expected to be a good game. Um, Louisville favored? No. Oh. Louisville is supposed to be awful. When we were going – Sorry about that. That was kind of a shot. Uh, you know, I'd have to look it back up again. But when we were going through our conference picks, they were uh, – had z- pretty much zero chance to win the ACC, even their side of the ACC. They're, they're rebuilding, got a new coach. Petrino's gone. Yeah, boy, Louisville um, just seemed to have flamed out. Yeah, I mean they were hot, hot for, for a, a minute, and then and then you know now so you know Notre Dame. I'm a little iffy about them because they got a lot of new guys coming in. Uh, Ian Book, the quarterback's back, but uh, yeah, I'll put some money down on that 18 spread. I, I think they'll probably cover it because yeah, that's no. your team. You got to well, and I that's the other thing. I, yeah, I'm I'm putting money down on my teams unless I just know they can't win. I did make a. I mint off IU basketball for a little while this year just because they were losing left and right. Did you bet on the Hoosiers Saturday? Saturday I did, and they uh, did not cover the 18. They were 18 also 18. Or 18. Uh, but and I bet the over 60, but mid-game I, uh, I went heavy on the under, so I wound up coming out ahead there. Oh, uh, nice. Gary tried to talk me out of it, but I knew what I was doing. Halftime adjustment, Coach? Uh, not even before. Well, I just kept I was watching those receivers drop these balls and like, I don't think we're going to score a ton of – I mean, we scored a decent amount. It didn't wind up being that far. But when it moved up to 63-and-a-half, I was like, I'm hitting that under, man. So, uh, But, yeah, so Notre Dame, Louisville tonight, it probably won't be a great game, but I'm, gonna, I'm an Irish fan, so I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I'll be doing that while we – while we do our, our fantasy football draft. Uh, have you done any research for the fantasy football? Well, you've already drafted probably for your other league. Well, my you? other league's a dynasty league, so I only, I only have to draft for rookies. Sure. Okay. So I researched the rookies. I have not done a whole lot of research for this. I, I'm going to go blind this year. I've tried to research it, and then the same two pricks in my league win every year. So, Are you looking at me? Your name's Ryan, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. okay. That would be Team McManning to you. Team Mac Manning, yeah. my, my mistake. Uh, but, uh, yeah, well, normally I like to make a spreadsheet, and I like to think, okay, who's you know who are five guys that might be available when I pick, on, and I'll go through every single pick. But we've been so busy trying to learn how to you know do these podcasts and edit and do all this other stuff. It's taken up all my free time, so I don't have a spreadsheet this year. I, uh-huh. I still got I, I still got a few hours before we before we do it. Licking my chops over here, my man. Yeah, so I mean, I'll at least get the first few rounds figured out because I don't I don't like to be on the clock without some sort of plan, you know. So um, I do love. I'm going blind, no plan. Best available. Well, now you do you remember what you finished last year? Because that'll be what you pick. It's just like the real NFL. I believe I finished pretty well. You you might have potentially best regular season record, but I didn't go. I didn't make it to the finals because it's like I said, the same two guys make it to the finals every year. Well, I know I'm I'm uh, I'm the second to the last pick. Um, so Sam's the last pick. I'm not sure what you are, but. Um, yeah, so we got that going on. I'm sure a lot of people have already drafted. 
But this leads me to a big topic I want to talk about because if you drafted and you drafted Andrew Luck, which I surely would have tried to, um, you're probably not too happy, are you? Not very much. No, you know, I'm glad we waited a little while on, uh, to uh, talk about this. Um, so a couple key things for me in, in what I've seen the last week or so and fans' reaction and whatnot. Um, the way I look at it, uh, guys like you and I, when we're doing this podcast, this show, it's kind of our duty, our job to objectively look at this situation like we try to do every situation we talk about. Um, fans are fans. You know, fan is short for fanatical. So, you know, I cut the fans a little slack. You know, I, did, I hated to see him get booed when he walked off the field. I didn't like that. But fans, you know, three-quarters of them probably drinking before the game. They drink during the game. And all of a sudden, they get an alert that somebody who doesn't work for the Colts reporting that Andrew Luck has informed them he is retiring while they're in the stadium watching the game. So, yeah, that was just a bad situation. I, it's hard for me to blame the fans because – I don't know about you, but I had a similar reaction just sitting there watching the college football game and seeing it tick across the bottom of the screen going, what, 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 what? Yeah, you like, like, you've got to be kidding me, right? You know, so, and there was, you know, there's, it's just a shock. It's, and then you kind of go through the 11 stages of, of grief, you know, denial, shock, uh, you know, anger or whatever the other eight are. But uh, I'm sure most of those fans that booed at the game probably wish they could have taken it back the next day. But sure, but you're blindsided out of nowhere. Right, right. That's and, just an avalanche. I mean, think about it. You're at a preseason game, so you must really love the team if exactly. you're at a preseason yeah. game, at the fourth quarter of a preseason game. And then for you to find A lot of those this, fans at those games are people that don't have regular season tickets. They're buying tickets that the season ticket holders don't want. They don't have, they don't have any interest in going to preseason games. So this might be the only game they are able to attend – the entire season, and that's the kind of news you get. At, and, you know. and you know, and it's just, you know, part of me. I'm like I said, like you said, I'm glad we took some time to digest this because my early reactions probably would have been pretty negative towards Mister Luck. Yeah, this wasn't a podcast we needed to do at 10 p.m. that same evening. No, um, but the more I think about it, the more I'm like. Man, that's got to stink to just keep getting hurt and having to rehab, getting hurt and having to rehab. You know, from what I hear, I knock on wood, I've luckily never had a bad injury, but the rehab is the hard part, right? And Absolutely. Probably the thing that those professional athletes enjoy the least. Right. And most of those guys, even when they retire, you know, if they could just show up and play the games, but it's the training and, the, you know, getting hurt and the rehab and so, I mean, I didn't see it coming. If you'd have told me he was going to have to sit out four games, eight games, even the season, that wouldn't have shocked me too much just because of what happened two years ago. Yeah, as a fan, you know, you would hope that maybe they were going to IR him for the season and or, you know, personal leave, whatever, some time to look, at the, look into this, think about this. So the retirement was definitely a bombshell. Nobody saw that coming. Um, that being said, you know, I, I just don't like the personal attacks. To me, that's where I kind of, you know, like, hey, you know, we all we all have a life. So let's get on with your life. Um, if you want to be upset with the Colts, because the Colts have a history of being a little shady when it comes to injuries and information. Well, we still don't players. know. We still don't know what his injury is. I mean, oh, it's a calf strain. Well, a calf strain. I'm no doctor, but I know it doesn't take you know weeks and weeks and weeks to heal up a calf strain you know and and you should have some of the top medical people around working with you oh now it's something in his ankle or foot and it's like well what is it you know you know and if fans don't know they should know that luck was instructed by the organization not to speak a whole lot about his injuries the last two years. oh well no one yeah. wants to i mean yeah. you know they they keep that stuff tight to the you know, chest i think we've all seen if you haven't paid attention the last 7 or 8 years luck is a stand-up, honest guy that, you know, I, I don't see him being deceitful. You know, I think – so that's why I said if you want to be upset with the Colts as an organization, because this kind of seems like something they probably maybe should have seen coming a while ago. Well – he couldn't practice, and, and, and I just find it hard to, hard to believe that Luck didn't mention anything about retiring or I might this – you know, I might be done with this if this doesn't get better until – 
you know, that day. No, it wasn't that day. From what I hear, it was the that week leading up to it. Um, he had mentioned it. So it wasn't like that day that they got side slapped like the rest of us. Um, but, you know, I still think that here's the other thing, too. He could sit out two years, come back, and and still be only 31 years old. That You just led me to my next point, is there are a lot of aspects about this we haven't even touched yet that are very, very intriguing to me. You know, the money that, that Arce did not force him to give up. 24, 25 million, he could have and easily done why that. in the hell would you think that he didn't force him to give that money up? Because he probably thinks, like, it's possible... Andrew's going to go out, see the world, do heal up, and probably get bored. Now, he's a smart guy. He could do other things with his life. But, man, once you trot out on that field and play before 60,000 fans, uh, there's nothing quite like it from what I hear. So, uh, it, he's going to wake up a year from now, two years from now, I think, and go, wait a minute, I'm fine. Why why not go back and play? And with, who knows, with six months to eight months of rest, he may just wake up and just feel a heck of a lot better he might yeah and you know he had mentioned that you know the other injury that kept him out for an entire season saved his marriage where he was able to spend more time with his wife so we don't know what's going on there it's none of our business true um you know these guys they're their own men they're grown-ass men they have their own lives um and another point i wanted to make about andrew and this is probably the part that i like the best is that he's able to walk away from this game. You know, so many people, and I I don't mean to offend anybody by using the term slave, can become a slave to the game. What I mean by that is they don't have a choice. They stay in the game. They play two to four years longer than they should when their bodies can't take it anymore because that's the only way they can make money to take care of themselves. Well, I mean, but I, I don't I, – see, I don't quite buy into that part of it because, you know, you're getting millions and millions of dollars. Okay, and yes, you're putting your body through a toll. I understand that, but is it is the sacrifice worth worth it? And I think a lot of those guys, a wide majority of them, would say, "Yep, I'd do it all over again." There's some that oh, I'm absolutely. sure would say, "No, I would not. I've got a lot of concussions, or I've got bad knees, bad hips. I wish I would have sold insurance or became an accountant." Or something. Well, I get your point there, but but what I'm saying is, so many guys play and continue to try and keep playing when even when they know that they shouldn't because they're not physically it's you know when when you're younger I'm talking about the guys that hang on till age 35 34 35 36 sign that one year deal sign that next one year deal cuz they have you know you're a football player for what professionally for if you're lucky for 10 years yeah that retires you at 30 31 right you got a whole life ahead of you and you know, like Andrew Luck wasn't worried about that. No. Stanford degree. Um, Architecture major. Several of his teammates have went on record and said he's the smartest person they've ever met in their life. I believe uh, our man Pat McAfee made that comment. Friend of the show, hopefully one day. <laughs> An aspiring friend of the show, yeah, right. just like uh, we are aspiring to, to be uh, sponsored by Bushlight. Potential friend of the show. Um, but so, but you know what I mean? Though? I know he's got other it's interests. It's nice to see somebody that's able to walk away like that. And Hey, dude, you know, that's my quarterback. I don't want him to walk away right now. Well, I would prefer to see him walk away in like five or six or seven years. Maybe at 35 know? years old. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I'm not convinced he's done playing. No, I don't think he I, is either. A lot of people. If are, ten, but I, I'm, I'm if not. ten years from now we look back and said Andrew Luck never played another game, uh, that would shock me. Uh, yeah. More so than a year or two from now, if he came back and said, "Hey guys, I saw the world. I, you know, spread my wings a little bit, and you know what? I think I want to play again." And you know what? I think the Indianapolis fans. I know other people out there maybe thought we were rude for booing and all that. Indianapolis fans will embrace him. Indiana Colts, Indianapolis Colts fans will embrace him. I can Absolutely. promise you that. Absolutely. And, you know, let's not hang our man Jacoby Brissett out there to dry either. I think, you know, that wasn't a fair shot he got two years ago. He was here a week. He had no time in the system. Um, he's been here a couple of years now. This is his uh, second year with Frank Reich. He might do okay. I expect him to do much better. 
you know, I don't expect them to be a you know. Young. Uh, the roster overall is much much better. That and that is the crying shame. Coaching staff, everything, all that. That is the crying shame. This is the best roster Andrew Luck's going to have, top to bottom. Best line, definitely, no doubt about that. Because uh, you know we ignored the line for years, uh, which is why he took a lot of beatings, <clears throat> suffered the most hits from any quarterback in that time period. Um, but our defense is probably the best. I, well, it is the best that he's ever had. Uh, receivers are pretty decent. Uh, running backs are decent. So, I mean, this was the best team he was going to have. By so far. I think that's especially why we were all disappointed because I playoffs guarantee. AFC South, almost guarantee. AFC Championship game, I like our odds to get there. Super Bowl, yes, definitely a possibility. Uh, they were definitely in the All those things were on the table. I mean, this was by far, and I don't think, I think it's not even close, the best team that he had in his career to work with this year. Um, unfortunately, we'll never know. Uh, one thing I do want to touch on, I think would be unfair to Andrew and Colts fans in general, if we didn't touch on this, I've, I've also saw some chatter with, that I didn't like about, about Luck's career in general. And I heard people, I'm not going to say any names. I mean, one of them, there's, Initials are Dockage, but um, has Dockage been disparaging Andrew? Oh, uh, just destroying him. I love Dockage. Why's I, he gotta, why's he gotta I've been saying for him? years he's not the guy. He's just not the guy. He's not the guy. He's he hasn't he wasn't going to do anything for the city of Indianapolis. And I'm like, I'm I, I didn't even you know I could have done a bunch of homework and wrote a bunch of stats down. I know Andrew's on some some short lists of. Fastest, he's top five fast players to get this many yards, this many touchdowns, blah, blah, blah. But he took a team, and we, we just touched on how the roster is so much improved compared to what Chris the, Ballard's done. The offensive line problems he had. The roster he had his first three years of his career to win 33 games and make it the AFC title game, his third year in the league, I think is one of the more impressive accomplishments for a rookie. Quarterback that we have seen, and I may be wrong. As I think Dan Marino took the Dolphins to the Super Bowl as a rookie. I believe I could be wrong. There might have been his second year. It was either rookie or second year, but I mean that was just simply to me simply amazing what he did. And you know, here's where I'm at on quarterbacks, and I like to get your take on this when I'm when I'm through. Um, here here's where I'm at. Aaron Rodgers to me is head and shoulders. Above everyone else in the league, talent-wise. He, he's the guy in the league that is just has something that nobody else has. Tom Brady's probably going to get the number one nod at QB because he has six Super Bowls. I'm not going to argue there. But after Rodgers, to me, there was another tier, a short list, small tier of quarterbacks that you would say, okay, these guys, you build the roster the right way, they, they can win you a Super Bowl. And to me, luck was as good as any of those guys. He was in that tier. Well, to your point, so I just don't t- want to hear this stuff about he didn't do anything in the city of Minneapolis. But, he wasn't going to be the guy. And but to your point, he took some teams to the playoffs that didn't belong there. That without no business that without him crumbled like you know old bread. I mean, it was just you look at the year he get he gets hurt and it's just it's over. It's not like well, if we have somebody decent, we can plug him in. No, I mean, no. He, he's one of the few quarterbacks that can put a team on his back and still Absolutely. get you to the playoffs and still compete to win every single week, no matter how bad the rest of the roster so, is. You know, that's why I don't want to hear this garbage about he never was going to be the guy, he couldn't do this. Could, he, his numbers were excellent. He had a great career for the time he was in Indianapolis. If he would have had a better roster, I think he probably would have had a Super right now yeah that's what i'm saying i think he could have got one this year we'll never know but uh so it, it's it's disparaging to say the least um and like i said i'm fine with as a fan if you're upset that he retired of course you're upset especially as a colts fan i was too when i first heard heard the news but to attack the guy personally and then i wouldn't do that negatively about the career he's had to this point is garbage the guy was as good as anybody in the league, not named Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady. And and here's where I definitely hope he comes back because I think Jacoby's going to be better than people think, and he's going to win us six, seven, maybe even eight games, which means your draft pick's not that great. Uh, and quite frankly, next year's crop of quarterbacks, which would be Tua and Justin Herbert from Oregon, eh, 
I mean, yeah. I like Tua, but I, he's kind of injury prone. How do you Her, feel about the Colts drafting mid round or mid or mid first round? It seems like with Ballard, though, I I feel confident that he'll find a good guy there. This is it's different when you need a quarterback, though. That's completely different because there's always going to be at least now. I think top to bottom, the league has better quarterbacks than it's had in a long time. Top to bottom, there's not a lot of slouches out there. Uh, you know, the Dolphins come to mind. Although I still have a feeling if Josh Rosen's in the right system, he could do something. But um, he's out there. He was a top ten pick. But the thing is, like, there's it is strong. So maybe only a handful of teams that'll be looking for quarterbacks. Two years is when you want that number one pick, though, with Trevor Lawrence coming out in two Sunshine. years. Sunshine. Yeah, so. Sunshine. I, I had an interesting theory thrown at me, and it was like, okay, what if Jacoby plays well, gets us to the playoffs this year, becomes a trade asset, we tank the following year to go get Trevor Lawrence. You, I, know? you know, or you're looking at definitely trying to trade up to get a, a number one pick, and I, I just – to get that pick, it seems like you'll have to trade like a Quentin Nelson or and I. No, I don't want to do I'm that. I'm not. I'm not okay with that. I mean, you might be able to trade multiple picks if a team that doesn't need a quarterback. Like I don't think the Cardinals are going to be very good this year. As an example, they probably will still like Kyler Murray. It's just the rest of the roster is not that great, so they won't. They might get the number one pick, Man, but not, little. but not need a quarterback. Uh, but then there's also going to be some teams that figure out the next couple of years that. For instance, Arizona might figure out Kyler Murray's not their guy. I could see John Gruden uh, giving Derek Carr this this chance this year, and if he doesn't look good, moving on from him, um, you know. But a lot of other teams, Mariota in Tennessee, they could decide after this year to move on from him. Jameis Winston yep. in Tampa, they could decide to move on from him. So very true. Uh, you know, I, Josh Allen at Buffalo. So there's there's just different people coming. You see by. it every year. You know, teams right. move on from quarterbacks. You know, Redskins might see enough of Dwayne Haskins to go, eh, he looks like a backup, and, and they might get a number one pick and decide to go wow, quarterback. Wow, already? So, well, I'm just saying that that's the type of stuff that happens. I mean, uh, it always bugs me during the draft when they're like, the Giants got their quarterback of the future, Daniel Jones. No offense, my friend, but your namesake. Well, what's wrong with that guy? Your namesake, I do not believe, is a, a – Future look great in the preseason, my man. Yeah, I just don't see him as a future. Hey, get off Daniel Jones. He might be an adequate starter, but I don't see him as being the next big thing, you know. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's a shame. I disagree with you, but anyway, let's move on. Yeah, yeah. So it's a shame, but the uh, do you know who starts us out on Thursday night in the NFL? I believe it's Bears Packers, isn't it? Uh, I believe you might be right, but uh, I don't have that information in I'm front of me. I'm usually not right. When so, it's, uh, I think that, uh, well, I know the Colts open up with the Chargers, which sucks, even though. At L.A. I mean, because really, I think with Derwin James hurt, I think he's still hurt. And no Mel- Melvin Gordon. And Melvin Gordon, I think we definitely would have won that game, but uh not now. So, um, in fact, I don't think we, we'll probably go like one and three to start. Yeah, we the still got to go out and play play them though. You still got to get out there and play the games. Yeah, but um, yeah. So Thursday is the Packers at the Bears. Uh, now, see, there's another guy that I'm not real what into. Does, feel, does that just feel good saying that? Yeah, Packers it, at Chicago it, opening night. That's good does. stuff, my uh, man. I, and I, I think Matt Nagy's a great coach, but I mean, I'm not a Trubisky fan. I, yeah, you know, I was. Mitch is not your man. No, nah, I was talking to a Bears fan the other day, and he's like, oh, "I wouldn't be so sure about that." Well, I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I, I just I, he didn't impress me in college last year. It looked like a lot of scheme stuff that Nagy was doing, which was great, but it only that only lasts for so long until NFL defenses figure you out. Yeah, yeah. I agree with you. What I saw from Trubisky last year looked like you know, scheme system guy. He didn't didn't look like he was making throws when you. You need to have a throw made. But on crucial the, point in the game, I just didn't see it. On the flip side of that game, I mean, you professed your love for Aaron Rodgers uh, earlier, which I don't think anybody would argue about being the most talented quarterback in the league. He is kind of a bit of a baby. A little pissy little here and there. Yeah, a little pissy. He's got kind of, and I'm not sure he totally respects their new coach over there, being that he's probably his age or younger than he is, um, uh, LaFleur. So, um, you know, there's been there's been some talk that uh, Rogers didn't give him full respect as the head coach. So that's a new system. Are you surprised by that? No, not none whatsoever. That, but he should be happy because he was the one that wanted to get rid of uh, uh, what's his name, 
there for a long time. McCarthy. So, Rodgers, is, is it crazy to think, I mean, he could just be calling plays in, in the huddle wherever he wants. If he doesn't agree with LaFleur or what they're calling. Oh, he could. I mean, because sure. he is Green Bay. Yeah, and I mean, I mean at this stage of his career, he, he's he's not stupid. He knows you can't bench him, you know. So. And, yeah, and it's it's another great example, like with the Colts situation. You take one guy, like you know, luck those first three years. You take one guy out of line, you take the quarterback out, and they're just well, he was that a, a couple years ago, yeah. and Deshaun Kaiser, you know, ex Notre Dame guy, <laughs> just wasn't you know that that team fell apart because really their roster was not very good either. Um, you know, I think they've been building their defense up the last couple of years, which has been kind of a sore spot uh, from a skills and guy. Rodgers doesn't want to take less money to help build the roster. No, That's... but they have been building their defense up through the draft. Uh, from a skills standpoint, you still got Devontae Adams. Did get rid of Randall Cobb, so now I believe Geronimo Allison will be your number two. Uh, running backs, there's kind of a committee thing, Aaron Jones and a couple other guys up there. So, I don't know. The Bears are favored by three. I wouldn't count Rodgers out on a Thursday night prime time to start the season. Uh, but the Bears did look pretty good last year as a team. Defense, Absolutely. Defense was good. Good skill guys. Uh, you know, they did get rid of Jordan Howard, our, our IE just, boy. Just solid all over the field. Yeah. Not going to beat themselves most of the time. Uh, I still take the Packers with the points on a big prime time game like that. Yeah. Give me Rodgers and three points. You just, I'll take it. You just can't count them out. I mean, I'd like to go through some of these other games here, if you don't mind. Uh, Shoot. Here's <laughs> – Okay, I'm going to read this game, and two to three years ago, you'd have been like, boring. I'm not watching that one, right? But this is how the league changes. Titans at the Browns. Three years ago, I'm not I'm not watching that. Even if I got money on it, I'm probably not watching right, that. Game, right, right. I don't pay much attention to that. Huh? But, but now you got, I mean, the, the Browns are basically showtime now. We got Baker Mayfield. We got Odell Jarvis catching the ball, David Joku was tied in. You got Nick Chubb at running back. Uh, Lamar uh, Hunt will eventually come back. Got to love the roster on paper. Now, I don't know about their offensive line. And as you know, I'm a big fan of offensive lines. Uh, As boring as it seems, that's really a key to whether you can score points or not. Um, And their defense was decent last year. Um, So, I mean, I expect them to be good. I don't think they're going to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I'm just old school when it comes to these kind of things. I'm just, go win something first. Right. That's yeah. where I'm at. Go win something first. Mm-hmm. You, know, you won six games last year. You beat the Bengals twice. Uh, with backup quarterbacks. With backup quarterbacks. You beat one team with that had a winning record. Oh. Wow. Yeah. Just go win something first. Well, I don't. I you know the Steelers are probably in not so fast uh, mode too. Like you got, what do you think we're just going to go away? Can you imagine how much Steelers are looking forward to playing them? Oh yeah, uh, I, I bet they wish they could play them sixteen times. Yeah, um, I mean Reggie Jackson said it ain't bragging if you can back it up. That's why I'm saying go go win something. Well, the Browns Sorry. are favored five and a half over the Titans. I'm a big Vrabel fan as far as a coach goes. I think he's a good coach. Um, you know, I don't know about their offense i mean their line's pretty good but derrick henry that was kind of a fluke last year i mean if you had him in fantasy had himself a day one time well but if you had him in fantasy he did have a run of like five or six games where he was really good but he's been in the league four years and he's got one run of five or six games so i'm not convinced he can be a 16 game bell bell horse uh back for you bell cow back I'm not even sure what a bell horse is. I don't think that's a real Sounds thing. Sounds cool. Um, but, and I'm not a Mariota fan. I'm not saying he's horrible, I'm, but I just don't think he's a great starting NFL quarterback. I think he is in the bottom of the league when it comes to that. Is he better wow. than Fitzpatrick and Rosen in Miami? Sure. Is he better well, than – You may be right about this. Is he I, better I, than Josh Allen? Maybe. It seem like he's a bottom, like – but the barrel you got to look at the you got to look at the quality of quarterbacks in this league. Then you start naming yeah. like, is he better than? Do the Redskins wish they had him? Yes. Do the Dolphins wish they had him? Yes. Do the Giants wish they had him? Probably. Uh, Bills probably. Although they do believe Josh Allen's going to. I just good. always felt like Mariota was a winner, though. He was, he, you know, he's a scrapper, a win, just some guy, a guy that can win. The guy that can win. You're right. He probably is a bottom third tier. He he doesn't play 16 games a year. He gets rocked out there. I mean, I I just I'm not a big believer in him. They they 
seems like they run a very simple offense just because that's what they can get away with so with him at quarterback. Mask incapabilities. So, I mean, I, I don't know. I'm not a big I, – I, So, what I, do you think? Is this the uh, last year for the uh, Mariota? I think it is. I think it probably will be. Unless he plays 16 games and plays better than he's played since he's been in the league, I think this is probably the end of the road for him. I would agree with that. He'll be looking at probably, you know, backup stats. Backing up somebody. Um, Now, next game is pretty boring. It's Ravens at the Dolphins. Ravens are favored six and a half. (sighs) The Ravens, I don't know. I like home dogs, though. With, I like home dogs. With, without Joe Flacco, they're more exciting because Joe Flacco is so boring. Yeah, and that team, that offense. God was bless so him. He got his money when when he could. Um, Good I'm, for him. I'm not convinced Lamar Jackson's a starting NFL quarterback yet either. Only because I think he's gonna. He's not that big a guy. I think he's gonna wind up getting hurt. Uh, but at least he's exciting. Yeah, the potential like, for that's definitely there. I think he's with the right team though. I yeah. like a guy like him playing for a guy like John Harbaugh. I think. He couldn't have landed in a better spot. So the Dolphins just traded away their starting left tackle, Laramie Tunsil. They traded him to Houston, which that brings up a whole separate thing uh, that I'll save for when we get to the Houston game. But and it's pretty well known in the league that the Dolphins are tanking. Um, now, it's hard to tank in the NFL just because the guys that are playing, I mean, they'll get hurt if they're just going – you know, 60% speed. So they're out there trying. The, the thing is, the way you tank is by putting bad players out there. And one of the ways you do that is to have a, you know, Fitzpatrick, Fitzmagic as your starting quarterback, <laughs> which, you know, we know he's good for three or four games of awesomeness. Can but... I comment on the Dolphins real quick? Sure. Before we move on. Um, you brought up the uh, talking about them tank, definitely tanking. Well, here's the deal the Dolphins stink. They stink. They don't have to tank because they stink. But, and they have for a long time. But that's the point. You trade your Get them out of here. Go to the next game. I'm not saying Laramie Trun- Tunsil was, you know, a pro bowler. Uh, he was, but he's a good left tackle. You trade, oh, you, you yeah. trade him right, right before the season. I mean, with. He's starting for all other 31 with, teams, correct? The, I, mean, I mean, yeah, not maybe not 31, but he's starting for probably 20. Three quarters. Four yeah, three teams, quarters. You know, teams. but uh, trade him away right before the season. So I. They're they're in lose mode. The Dolphins stink. I, you know, I'm not huge on the Ravens. Do I want them at a six and a half? I don't know. That that'll be it. That, that's it, these games are harder to decide than the college games. I yeah, think. Yeah, home underdogs usually good good ones. Next pick. game we got is the Falcons at the Vikings. Now there's two teams. Falcons I think are set to poised Ooh. poised to make a comeback. This I year. like this game. Great um, opening game. Vikings I think you know you get second year with Kirk Cousins. <sighs> All those weapons back. Dalvin Cook's back. I hope he can play 16 games this year because he's a star. I'd like to see the Vikings just stay healthy in general as a team because, to me, they're, they're loaded if they can just stay healthy. Now, they're only three-and-a-half-point favorites at home, and I, I think I'll probably wind up uh, taking that because I do think the Falcons are going to be better this year. Um, new offense coordinator. Um, you know, you got Calvin Ridley and Julio Jones. Um the so defense, you know I'm big the on defense the had a lot year. of injuries last year at the start before the year started, so I think that'll be vastly improved. I still think Minnesota's their roster is just too good at home, even though it's more than a field goal. I'll probably wind up taking that. You know what I like about not doing too much homework about these from week to week is those are two teams that I picked to win each of their respective divisions. So this is a huge week one game for me that I'll definitely be paying a lot of attention to because. Of course, you know, I'm big on the Falcons to rebound this year, and then I picked the Vikings to win their division. All that. I mean, I, th- I just think if the Vikings stay healthy, they're going to be improved, and they're just loaded at the skill positions. Like, to me, nobody else is in the NFL. Yeah, I, I, I definitely, they uh, they got a chance this year to win it all. Uh, Bills and the Jets, uh, that's a game I really won't care to watch. At New York? Jets are favored three at New York. Um, I take the Jets. You know, I think the Jets will be improved. Um, I kind of, well, for one, I feel like Todd Bowles got ripped off. He had bad rosters. It wasn't his fault. And yet he they seemed to get the most out of them. And then Players they, seem to respect him. Yeah, and then they bring in Adam Gase, who I don't respect that much. Um, he Frankenstein. Might, he might prove me wrong, but I do think Sam Darnold will be good. And everybody's kind of forgetting about him. 
Uh, I'm big on Darnold. I didn't realize he was only 21 years old last yeah, year. Yeah, I mean, he's young. He, I mean, he's a no-nonsense kind of kid. Looks um, really good at times. And and then you got uh, – which I, I do think Gase will probably scheme up the offense better than what Bowles and crew were doing. But uh, then you got Le'Veon Bell. I mean, he's he's got fresh legs. Yeah, he's got fresh legs. So good guy uh, to have for a young quarterback to lean on. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how their line is um, defensively. I'm not sure about that. The receivers or eh, whatever. Nothing to get too excited. Robbie Anderson, watch out! One of yeah. my surprise players of the season. But uh, so there's a game. I I would probably take the Jets there. I, you know, the Bills kind of surprised me a few times last year, though. So I like Darnold for the future. Le'Veon Bell, take the Jets there. And then, sure. uh, you know, we got the the next game is Redskins-Eagles. I That's a nine-and-a-half spread. Um, I would, It's a lot of points. I'm taking it because the I, Redskins suck. I, they they are one of the worst teams in the league. I, I, I don't know if they're starting Cole McCoy. They or seem they're like they're one of the worst organizations They in are. The league, Dan Snyder, when's, you know, I actually don't think, have a good owner. I, think, I actually think Gruden's probably not a bad coach, but he's had to deal with Snyder's shit the whole time. So I don't know that we've got to see him really have more control and, and run a team the way he wants it to. It seems run. like Snyder's always overly involved. I mean, for a coach and a GM to have an owner that's – I mean, like Jerry Jones, say what you want, but at least Jones knows a little bit about football. Well, not only I that, mean, but I still think Jones listens to his football people too. I think absolutely, just he may have the wants. final say on certain things, but I mean, and, Snyder just ugh. And I mean, Trent Williams, the left tackle, still holding out, and you know, you can't just who's probably the best player on the roster. You can't just put another left tackle in for your starter and think it's going to go the way it would have went. Yeah, so, you're right. I don't know. They suck. suck. Eagles, they suck. as long as Wentz is healthy, they're good. That's yeah. a lot of points. Take the Eagles, Peterson's folks. a great coach. Talk about two different organizations. Eagles, great organization. Owner, GM, management, yeah. uh, coach. Uh, Redskins, not so much. So, I'm taking the Eagles on that one. Um, Rams and Panthers. Now, it's at the Panthers, but the Rams are favored by three. What do you think about that one? Well, this is one. This is all, to me, going to depend on Cam Newton's status for the game. Mm-hmm. Is he playing? Is he playing know? hurt? Is he playing hurt? Because if Cam Newton's healthy, I would go ahead and take the uh, Panthers with, with the points. I, I love home dogs, especially if that home underdog has a dynamic quarterback, which – Love him, hate him, whatever. He is Dow. He's a little bit of a Dow Jones, but, but when he's healthy, Cam Newton, man. when healthy, he can be a dynamic player. So I, so I don't know. Yeah, I'm gonna have to do some more research. We, we on may just health. have to put this one on the shelf for a couple days. Yeah. I, now my instincts tell me to take the Rams because I think the Rams are being slightly overlooked. Um, yeah, I would take the Rams as of right now, just because Cam was banged up. When we were going through our Super Bowl ads or uh, odds last week, they were what tied for fourth, something like that. They made the Super Bowl last year. It's pretty much the same roster. Yeah. I mean, besides losing like in Dom Kinsu. Great young like quarterback. Got another year of experience. In Goff's probably the Super Bowl. another year in McVay's system. Yeah. McVay, you know, he learned some stuff from last year. He's a smart guy, so he's going to be better coach than he was last year. Um, I know Gurley's got the arthritis thing, but I mean. Yeah, McVay just seems like a really, really bright young they, guy. They got uh, Cooper Cup back. He was, you know, big for them. So. What a cool name. Cooper Cup. That is so uh, cool. So, I mean, I, I, I like the Rams. I, I think they're being slightly overlooked. And uh, if Cam's even banged up but can play, I'm going with the Rams, I think. But um, Although I do love Christian McCaffrey. But. I really love him as a player. The next game we got is Chiefs and Jags. Um, Chiefs next. Chiefs are favored by four. Yo, you're low on the Jags. We yeah, talked about not, this here. I don't know. Maybe Foles plays well. Um you know, call. I think we'll definitely learn a lot week one with the Jags. One it's thing about big the Jags. Moment for the, gives them an opportunity to make a statement. I got a lot of respect for Tom Coughlin, and he's been down there helping build this organization. So, they, I think they might surprise some people this yeah. year. Coughlin had it, you know, even with the success with the Giants, it still wasn't smooth sailing. You know, well, dealing with It was never flashy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was, it was never. So, he didn't have it easy. Yeah, I do respect the heck out it of that guy. It was never flashy, but I do think the Chiefs win that game, and uh, I like them to win by at least a touchdown. But I agree. We will learn a lot about the Jags. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll see what uh, see what Nick Foles has, you know. Um, but the, let's, let's get through a few of these games here, and uh, there's only a few more left. We got Bengals at the Seahawks. So, 
I mean, do you even want to know what the spread is? No, I'll take Seattle. It's, it's nine and a half, but uh, I'm pretty sure the Bengals are on that 10. You know, isn't that crazy? That is a ton of points. It's a big line. It's a big line. And I'm, I'm still taking the, I'm taking the points. Bengals got a new coach. A lot of people think that guy's going to be pretty good, but I don't know. We'll see. Uh, don't want to waste much Bengals time on that stink. game. Uh, although the Seahawks just picked up uh, Jadavian Clowney, uh, which I'll get to that <laughs> here in a minute because, I don't know, I, I thought that was a big mistake by the Texans. The next game is, ooh, we got a division game here. Giants at the Cowboys. Ooh. NFC East game to start off. Uh, Vegas is not liking the Giants' odds. They got the Cowboys favored by seven there. Well, I know I'll be rooting for, but I'm going to have to go with the Cowboys there with Ah, the Giants quarterback situation. I just don't like it. I don't think the Giants' front office is built very good team. I don't either. So they're, I, they're a mess. I, you know, while I don't know, you know, Zeke going to play, I don't know. I still think the Cowboys at home will probably win by at least a touchdown. Saquon Barkley, probably the one guy. If you, I mean, if you had to tell me to pick one guy that I'd pay good money to go watch play, mm-hmm. he's, to me, he's the guy. Sure. Then next we have a pillow fight between the Lions at the Cardinals. Um, I don't think the Lions are ever going to uh, be good. Man, this is a tough one for me because – Lions are actually favored on the road by two and a half. This I, is, I assume that's because you got an experienced Matthew. The Lions Stafford. stink. The Lions stink. I'm not convinced that their you know pencil behind the ear coach oh, is yeah. uh, is a good coach. Um, that is not good. Stafford's good to a point. He's got a lot of talent, but it's Can one. Can you of those imagine guys, they didn't have him? Yeah, they would be awful. Oh. Um, I can't even tell you who's toting the ball. Well, yeah, I can. Uh, but I'm not even sure who their main receivers are anymore. Because didn't Golden Tate go to? Didn't he go to the Jets? Yeah, he doesn't or play like for that? Detroit anymore. Yeah. Where did he go? Did he, did he go to the Giants uh, or the Jets? I wish you hadn't asked me. But I know I believe he's suspended for four games. Yeah, for that's the true. Anyway, I will not watch that game. I will not. I you know, and I, fact, I tell I you what, I won't put money on it. Actually, I'm probably going to go with the Cardinals there because the Lions stink. Cardinals are playing at home, so I'll take the home team because they both stink. So this will be a good game. It's an afternoon game on Sunday. 49ers at the Buccaneers. You know what the spread is? If I had to guess, I would say Bucks by two and a half. Even, my man. Whoa, Even. whoa, yeah. whoa. So you got Jimmy G coming off an ACL. You'll see it a lot. We know that, you know, we know that those take time. Now, he did hurt his knee at the beginning of the year. But we've also seen guys that almost take the full next season to kind of get back up to speed. Yeah. So I'll be a little curious to see. Is he is he had enough time to heal and get Boy, back up to speed? Uh, their tight end Kittle is a monster. He's a monster. Oh man! And that Pettis, that one of the receivers, he's good. They got uh, our man Tevin Coleman, an IU guy. Uh, he's over at running back with a couple other guys they got there. So they've got some weapons. I'm a huge fan of Kyle Shanahan and the way he can scheme up plays. Uh, big fan of his. Definitely brilliant football mind. Now, and they've had some good draft picks on defense. Thing is, I'm still not convinced Jimmy G is a Great, really good starting quarterback. We saw very small sample size, and you could, you know. I think everybody's just convinced that he is because Belichick didn't want to trade him. Yeah, I think that he made it. He made it clear he didn't want to trade him. Yeah, and Um, and he could be good. I'm not saying he's not gonna, but I just I haven't seen enough. It's a very interesting week one matchup. Oh, very good. The new. uh, I expect the Bucks to be. New and improved. Bruce Arians, I have a ton of respect Listen, for that guy. We he did are, what he did with the Colts. We are both Bruce Arians fans. Yeah, and have to be. If anybody can get Jameis Winston on a consistent track, it's him. Because Jameis has the talent. It's just he's an idiot. And they are. And is not mature. Skill position-wise, they are in really, really good shape. I mean, Mike Evans is obviously a stud. Chris Godwin, I think, is going to surprise a lot of people. I think he is, Bruce too. Arians has already said he's not coming off the field for o- a play this O.J. Year. Howard, uh, tight Really good, really um, good player. So, um, I mean, I don't know what their defense is like, but I think offensively they'll be pretty good. So Yeah, I, I understand your point. Like, Jameis is kind of a jackass sometimes, so I think they hired the right guy. At the right time for James. I think this is it for James. If if Arians can't make him look like a 16-game starting NFL quarterback, because the problem with him is he'll go out and have a great game, throw for 350, 400 yards and three TDs, and then next week throw for five terrible. picks. Yeah. You know, and then next week, not, you know, so there's no consistency there. So see, he and Mariota are both on the quarterback hops. Right. So I, I think this is it for Jameis, and I think Bruce Arians could do it. So I'm going to say at home, I'm going to go with the Bucks on that one since they're the home team. I know? concur, sir. 
And I then, hate agreeing with you, but I agree. And then, okay, the Sunday night game. Buddy, I can't wait for this one. I'll be in front of the TV for this one. Steelers at the Pats. Oh, oh, whoa, yeah, whoa, whoa. Yes, oh, sir. Yeah. I like that. Definitely I like watching that. that. Patriots favored. What do you think? What do you think the line is? Four and a half. Close. Five and a half. Five and a half. Um, boy, I don't even know what to pick on that one. I mean, exciting game. You, you know, know, new look Steelers. You t- well, the Steelers have never quite been able to get over that Patriots hump. Yeah. So at at uh, Gillette, I'm gonna probably wind up going with the Patriots, even though it pains me to do it. It's kind of like, uh, you know, uh, I don't know. I, I, it's not something I ever want to do. Bet on the Patriots, but uh, I'm also not in this to lose money either, too. So. Okay, this pick, I'm going to go ahead and let you guys know. I've got a little personal vested interest in this. Going to give my boy Peach a big shout-out. I'm taking the Steelers with the points on the road for you, Brett. So, the Monday night game is the Texans at the Saints. I'm a little surprised by this line um, because I expect the Texans to be pretty good. Uh, Like I've told you, I'm not a huge Bill O'Brien fan, and – it's a line, six? It's seven. Seven? It's for the wow. Saints, favored. Uh, granted, they are at home, but I, I noticed Drew Brees getting old last year. And, you know, now they still got Kamara running back, and they brought in Latavius Murray to be the Mark Ingram role. Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas really is a good. stud. Uh, you know, Sean Payton's a great coach. And I yeah. still think Brees has enough to win you a Super yeah, Bowl. Yeah, Brees, uh, early in the year, you know, I – I think early in the season he's going to be putting up numbers, just that's like a, last year. That's I mean, a great call. The last couple of games in the playoff game, he just didn't look like he had a whole lot. Ran left. out of gas, yeah. you know that that age kind of catches up. That's a great call. This is early in the season; he should be well rested and ready to go. Uh, but man, Deshaun Watson, that's a lot of points. Deshaun Watson's nasty, man. When he's when he's on and yeah. when he's healthy, he's he got thrown to DeAndre Hopkins. I mean, I know they lost Lamar uh, Miller, but eh, I don't think he's that great at running back anyway. It's a tough to call. Your pick. I think I'll probably take Texas in the points. I think it'll be a close game. I think the Saints. <gasps> I think the Saints will squeeze it out. But uh, I should have picked first. Oh, you were going to take. That? I'm going to go with the Texans in the points. Also, that's a lot of points. Here's the other thing too. Houston's the team I expect to win their division now. And I, why did the Texans just trade Jadavian Clowney though? I don't know. You know, there's more to that story. There has to be more to that story because that the guy seemed like a quiet, humble guy and. He's playing really player. well. He's yeah, a, he's, he's an a, excellent player. Now, I mean, you know, he, he he can't just look at his sacks. He's one of the top tackles for lost guys in the league. I mean, he draws double teams. Yeah, I mean, you got him and Watt on both sides. Like, I don't understand. Impacts linebackers how well they and, play. And they're worried about paying him. Well, you don't have to pay him this year. Right. So what does it matter? And this year, it's laid out in front of you with Luck retiring. You should win the AFC South. When did that trade go down? It went down this weekend. But oh, that's you, just really you odd. Should, you should win the NFC South. Or the AFC South, and you have an actual legit chance to get the AFC Championship. Week before opening. I don't understand why they did it. Now, then they wind up picking Laramie Tunsil up at at the left tackle spot from the Dolphins. Good player in his own right. Which which they did need a left tackle, so good pickup on their end. But they screwed the whole thing up because they did not have Clowney signed, so they couldn't trade him to the Dolphins. They could have, but Clowney could have just said, well, I'm not signing with him, so – to heck with you. So what do you they, think? Something they behind the scenes going on? They just, they're not good front office people. And uh, O'Brien's part of that because they fired their GM. They don't really have a GM right now. And so huh. they screwed the whole thing up. If they could have got Clowney with Tunsil for Clowney, I think that would But they gave away a couple first-round draft picks. I mean, it, it, it was a total screw up there. Wow. I don't, it doesn't I, make sense. I think they're kind of blowing it as far as an organization goes. But, uh, but actually, there's two games on Monday night, so there's one more game. Ooh, the double dip on Monday. Um, this one will be interesting because I really don't know what to expect from either of these teams. Broncos at the Raiders. Ooh. Raiders favored by three? One. One. Yeah. I mean, from what I've That's seen, the Raiders nice. on hard knocks, I'm not really expecting them to be that good. Here's the thing. They pick up Antonio Brown, who's healthy and ready to go. Is he? I'm assuming he is. He's got. He's had no practice time with Carr. There's no chemistry there that he's had with Big Ben over the years. Um, I'm not sure he's. Wow, completely you just got to think they should be better picking up a player that good. Well, he makes you better for sure. Oh, except for the one thing is, you know, he's got to get the ball. So if he's not getting the ball and they're not winning, you know, it's one thing when you're in Pittsburgh and you're pretty much going to win 10, 11 games yeah, every year. Yeah. You know, 
Uh, it's another thing when you're on a team. Winning covers up a lot yeah, of stuff. Yeah, it's another thing when you're on a team that's probably going to win four to six games. And <laughs> Maybe. So you're going to have a lot more losses. And then and you got, you know, Antonio Brown start pouting. Derek Carr is a quiet, humble yeah. guy. Is that going to get to him? You know, so I don't know. I, I But then again, I look at the Broncos and I go, okay, so what are you doing? You're starting Joe Flacco? I already told you I don't love that guy. Um, you know, defense yeah, will probably be I, pretty good, but, uh, you know. I guess I'll take the home team here. I think I would, uh, Yeah. I think they both are going to stink this year. Yeah, I think I would, too. By the way, the Dolphins stink. <laughs> you have uh, reiterated that point, but – I don't know, man. That that was that was week one of the NFL, and I'm I'm pretty excited. Uh, I'm pumped. I mean, it's Monday, so we only got to wait what three days before Thursday. Uh, we'll have our fantasy draft. Two nights. Monday night games. All you sports betters get That's a chance right. to rebound with two Monday night games. You can parlay both those results there, teaser them. But uh, you know, fantasy football. We'll be having that draft tonight at our next podcast. We can talk some smack about our rosters because if there's one thing I know about fantasy football. It's when you draft, you're convinced that your roster is awesome and you're going to win this year. <laughs> you know? so, there there are times when I go back and I look through almost immediately and go, dang it, why did I take that guy and not that oh, guy? Oh, every yeah. year. That's every year that I've had the most success in fantasy football is when I went auto-draft. Well, and then there's other times, too, where like I'll literally go grab somebody off the waiver wire right after the draft when I, you know, I don't know what that is. I'm a big waiver wire guy. But anyway, uh, NFL – NFL season kicking off this week. Uh, obviously, we've got Notre Dame on tonight, but uh, that's about all I got today, man. I'm super excited to get get going here and uh, had a great uh, NFL Week One preview. You got anything else you want to want to share as you're sweating profusely over there? It's hot in here, <laughs> and I'm fat. Yeah. Uh, great weekend. Great talking about football today. Hope everybody's doing well, and uh, we look forward to hoping to hear from you guys. Calling in the show soon. So uh, subscribe and rate and listen and all that stuff. Only rate it a five. If you're not, then just don't rate it. Also, if you want to get in touch with us, you can email us at uh, wileyandmaxshow at gmail.com. If you got any positive feedback or constructive criticism, if you're just going to whine and complain, then feel free not to. Even anything you'd like us to talk about. Yeah. So something on your mind, sports wise questions let us know mailbag yeah so we will definitely give you a shout out but uh, we'll have another episode coming for you soon Uh, appreciate you listening and uh, have a great week peace